Craig Childs writes with his feet. In landscapes where he is alone, he simply walks, keeping his pocket-sized journal in his hand so he can write down every small detail. Well, I, I write as I walk. I'm moving on the ground and I'm writing about the details I'm writing about. Let me see what I wrote yesterday. Up in the sandstone yesterday, an interior country, honeycombed with pale sandstone, untrailed, divided into fins, domes, and narrow grassy parks separated by naked expanses of vertical rock. No sign tells the way you walk to the beat of geomorphology, the native shape of the earth. Craig, a prolific writer, makes poetry out of rock, out of wilderness. For him, wilderness holds an essential creative power that is the source of his inspiration. In the writing workshop he led for 22 students in the high Nevada desert, just two hours outside of Las Vegas and yet a world away, he emphasized the importance of observation in writing. Instead of holding writing workshops under a roof, Craig tells his students to wander the desert. As I wandered, journal and pen in hand, the remote sandstone world seemed endless, as though I could run and walk forever through its small sand-lined canyons and over its wind-worn ridges. There were some surprising paradoxes. I had never felt so free as when the rock demanded me to scramble, to walk, to run. It was a joyful improvised dance when I happily obeyed. And it was strange. But in this wilderness, which was so conspicuously devoid of people, I felt most human. I was covering ground, discovering the way that my legs could push off of the steady stone beneath me, and my fingertips made perfect friction against the rock. I had to stop often to write down the things I observed. In this wilderness, there was always something new and unexpected around each sandstone spine. The magic of wandering a landscape with only the aim of observing was new to me. But Kate Cannon, who has spent a lifetime working for the National Park Service and the BLM, has understood it for a long time. I know that after all these years, I still need to get out on the land and just wander around and soak it up and study this and look at that. Kate is the superintendent of Arches and Canyonlands National Parks and Hovenweep and Natural Bridges National Monuments. The National Parks and Monuments are not wilderness, but Kate says they allow visitors to tap into an essential connection to the land. I think that need is in all of us. It's what made pioneers, it, you know, it's what makes farmers, what, what, what makes ranchers. is just that sense that this is where you feel whole and want to be. Kate's sentiments about the importance of connecting with wild places are shared by Brooke Williams, the Northwest Regional Organizer for the Southern Utah Wilderness Alliance, or SUA. It's an organization that has a reputation for adamant wilderness advocacy, which can create friction with Utah residents who want lands to remain open to non-wilderness uses. But Brooke believes that wilderness is an essential human resource. We gotta have places where we can go and enjoy this sort of elemental, essential life that is a real source of our creativity and imagination. For Brooke, wilderness is not merely an extraneous luxury that we visit for pure enjoyment. 
It's a foundation of our very existence as humans. Without wilderness, Brooks says, we lose our humanity. You know, we used to just think we need to save the wilderness for itself, and I, I'm a firm believer now that, you know, we save the wilderness because it, it saves us. There are people I've been around lately that believe that that inner place inside of us, that wild place, is what Carl Jung called the collective unconscious, which is the place where our, all the tools that we've ever used to save ourselves are kept. So who's to say we can't find some of those tools and use them now? And, you know, that's why I really believe that it's important that we get out. My goal, whether it's with SUA or however, is to find new ways to talk about this and to understand why wilderness is important to us. SUA's message is that we must preserve our public lands before it's too late, before development encroaches. And Kate Cannon echoes that sense of urgency. The West now is at a tipping point. Their population pressure is growing all the time, and there are huge amounts of public land in the West, which can be disposed of or which can be developed in various ways. So the tipping point I talk about is, okay, are we going to work to maintain the landscape that people love, or are we going to give up on it? I know what I hope, but I, I think we need to decide that and say that because if you don't have it in mind, you will lose a little piece and another little piece and another little piece and before you know it, incrementally, you've changed it without intending to. As a resource that, once developed, can't be regained, wildlands need groups like SUA and managers like Kate Cannon to keep their importance in the public's attention. They also depend on artists like Craig Childs to convey why they're so important to us. For Craig, that means going beyond the usual themes of nature writing, which involve a celebration of wilderness or a lament of its demise. The poetry that Craig creates from rock contains powerful imagery, but sensory description is not his end goal. The real focus of Craig's writing, instead of depicting wilderness as though it were merely a quaint work of art, neatly located in a museum display, locates wilderness at the very center of human existence itself. When Craig set us loose to explore the desert, he hadn't sent us on a mission to forge mere words from the sandstone. Our destination as we wandered through the desert with no maps but the ones inside our minds, was a connection of the things we observed with greater universal themes of what it means to be human. Well, in some ways I'm, I'm tired of the old role of nature writing, which is just to lament and celebrate, because most writing doesn't do that. Most writing is telling a story and trying to get down to some elemental things about being human in this world. And I want to go, no, no, it's actually, it's the biggest thing going on right now. And, and let's, let's keep contact with it and let's realize that it's part of our lives. It's not the thing you do on the weekend. It's the thing that rules the world. For National Public Lands Radio, I'm Jenny Doring.